Hello and welcome to Yaf Podcast, the yet another Final Fantasy podcast. My name is Antonin Januska, and this is Season 3, Episode 7, Hein Ka- Castle. Why do I have trouble saying castle? Because it's 6.50 in the morning, and I decided to record this episode for some reason. So this this is a podcast where I go through each Final Fantasy game, and I try to talk about it chapter by chapter, or like mission by mission, and record a podcast about each section. Upside of that is that there's like a pre-stated cadence of podcast. The downside is that this is probably going to be the shortest episode in the history of this podcast, because Hein Castle is an easy area, and it doesn't take long to go through it, and yeah, I was personally surprised with how quick this section was. I think that the way that the strategy guide that I'm playing kind of breaks things apart is that every time there is a big boss, that's kind of like the end of a chapter. In the last episode, we fought Gusko twice, so I kind of think that they could have probably broken that up into two chapters or two sections, but I'm glad I didn't for the podcast because that would have been an extremely short episode. So in this episode, right, like in the last episode, we got the Crystal of Fire, we defeated Augusto, and now it's time to deal with the rest of the world. The first thing that happens is that the people of Tokol, 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 send over a message and they ask, they ask for help because their people were raided and all their people were captured into that weird floating fortress that I mentioned. Let's see, like, two episodes ago in the Tower of Owen episode. Yep, that's two episodes ago. And I dis- discussed trying to get on there, not knowing how to, visiting the ancient people, and so on. So before we actually head over in that direction, I did go to the Dwarven Hollow's treasure room and raided it, because it had a lot of different stuff. Now, it had this item called Book of Ice, Book of Fire, and Book of Light. I don't know what those items actually do. I've been trying to use them outside of battle. That's not possible. I've been trying to use them inside of battle and I found that not possible either. It does say that it causes like 45 damage. I don't know what that means. I don't know what to do with it. I picked up some other interesting items. For example, the killer bow, which actually none of my characters could use, so I had to sell it. I don't have a ranger. I also picked up a heroic shield, which works for a knight, but it doesn't work for the warrior that I have. So just to recap, I have a monk, which is Luneth, and he is a hard hitter at this point. I have a white mage, Ark, and it's just a white mage, and I'm actually considering turning this white mage into a red mage, because while the cures and everything are fine, there's not much else that this character does in my lineup. Then I have the black mage, which is Refia, and Refia her spells are awesome and then I have Ingus as the warrior which I think was his default class um, when you pick him up at the castle Sasune way beginning way back at the beginning of this quest or of, of this game so yeah so I rated that the guide also says to raid the castle Argus treasure room I actually did that back in the tower of Owen episode so I didn't go back there for that I do see that there are some Medusa arrows that I didn't see so I probably missed a few places don't care that much I am at the point of this game where picking up some of these items is not the most important thing in the world. There was another section that, that I actually completely skipped. There's apparently the Living Woods. I have not gone into the Living Woods, but the tree from the Living Woods is the tree that is floating around in the desert west of Tokol. So I went back, I took my ship, I w- made my way all the way down to Tokol, and then I got captured 
and I woke up in Hein Castle. When you woke up in Hein Castle, you realize that you're inside of an enormous tree that is floating above the ground. It's a magical tree, obviously, because otherwise, you know, how would it be floating? But we're following that common trope of a floating fortress in this game, in the Final Fantasy games. In this case, though, this was a very short section. Now, at this point, I just released the episode, or maybe I just edited it. Yeah, I'm not sure if I released it or if I edited it. I might have just edited it. An episode about the flying fortress back in Final Fantasy 1. So it's kind of funny that it just, it's a common trope that keeps coming back in Final Fantasy games, that there is like a enormous place that floats around and is, you know, is destroying the world or is above reach of anybody else in that world. So I made it to Hind Castle. You kind of walk around, you find everybody that's been captured, including uh, King Argus, who kind of tells you, hey, I'm going to give you this thing to rebuild an airship if you get us out of here. So you kind of make it through there. There are only four floors in this dungeon. You do have to mini yourself to go through like a very special special like entrance into the the you're trying to escape the dungeon where everybody is being held and to make it to the first floor of the fortress you have to minify yourself or mini yourself and go through a special area then you unmini yourself and then it's pretty straightforward all the way up top to get to hein now hein is a lich i don't know what hein is hein is has a skull and looks like a it looks like the the king of all Hein looks like a king of all skeletons. That's what he looks like. So when you find, fight this weird skeleton thing, Hein, he has a special spell called the Barrier Shift, and that changes the weakness that um, Hein has. So what I was doing is that I was using Ark, my white mage, to cast Libra. Libra tells you more about the enemy, and it turns out that every time you cast Libra... It'll actually tell you more and more info. It'll tell you information and including weakness of the character that you're casting it on. Now, I believe it didn't actually tell me Hein's HP, but it did tell me what weakness Hein had. And I was able to kind of guess and guess like what weakness Hein had ahead of time so that like if I cast it and his weakness was lightning and he did a, he did a barrier shift I, I know already that I shouldn't try lightning I can either try fire or I guess ice I think that's what it is yeah so I would use either of those and then I would also have my mage use or mage or luneth use one of the items that cast magic so like arctic wind or Zeus's wrath uh, so in a single turn I would do at least one extra damage attack whilst also figuring out what Hein's weakness was. Again, it didn't take long to beat this boss. This was probably the easiest boss that I've had to fight. I'm not sure if it's because I did so much grind grinding for Gusko that all of a sudden the Hein castle was an easy one, but that's it. Like, I'm crossing the eight-minute mark on this podcast and I have at least like a minute to edit down. I don't know what to talk about. That's it. I'm done. There's nothing else to do. So what what next, right? So yeah, this this was a very short section and it was a little bit of a disappointment because I you know, you get a little bit of foreshadowing for this battle. You get a little bit of foreshadowing of the uh, you know, of the Hind Castle. You know what? We're going to move it a little bit further. So after de- defeating Hind Castle, you obviously get uh, the tree tells you that, you know, it's happy that it's not being controlled by Hind anymore and it's going to go back to the living woods 
which I think is another trope. I think there was a living woods in Final Fantasy 2, and I can't remember exactly. Maybe not, but yeah, so it returns back to the woods. uh, King Argus goes back to his castle with all his people. When you go back to the castle, you'll find that it's fully staffed at this point. And when you talk to King Argus, he tells you, yeah, we're going to go ahead and extend a little bit into the next episode, just because there's like so much so little to talk about so yeah once you go into once you talk to king argus he tells you that there is like this item that's been passed around for generations which is the wheel of time i'm guessing there is that terry pratchett that wrote wheel of the wheel of time series yeah so you get the wheel of time and the wheel of time is something that you need to use to turn to to turn your ship your seafaring ship into a flying ship and we'll do that in the next episode yeah this this is just going to be a super small episode i don't even have any extra content to discuss so thank you for listening to this extremely short episode maybe i'll release two episodes at once maybe that might have to be a thing yeah but thank you for listening to the episode you know subscribe like tell your friends about the this podcast you know like it like i said already subscribe leave a rating and a review somewhere let me know. You can follow me on Twitter on twitter.com slash yafpodcast. That's Y-A-F-F podcast. And I guess until next time, thank you for listening to this extremely short episode.